Here are some of the biggest questions that you should be asking yourself. Have you found what your passion is in this life? If the answer is no, what would it look like to live a fully passionate life? If you have, what are your next goals surrounding your ventures? Do you know how you want to take your passion to the next level? That's what this passion podcast is all about. My name is Drew Ross and I'm a certified life coach who helps individuals find their passion and turn it into valuable profitability. Interested in getting out of a rut and into your new routine? I'm your guy and let me show you how. Welcome back to the Better You Love Drew podcast. This is episode number 24, How to Parent Your Newborn Business. the month of February, everyone. It is the shortest month of the year, which means we have more to capitalize on on a daily basis. We are ready for it. And that means we're jumping right in. So I was listening to a podcast episode by Stacey Bayman a few weeks ago, and there was a comment that was made by one of her guests. And I've really been thinking about it for some time now. So to backpedal a little bit, for your reference, Stacey Bayman is an amazing female entrepreneur. Put your head in the space that she's like a master business coach. And her whole mantra is that she helps life coaches make money. Like that's her entire approach to the amazing business that she runs. So she really is a, a great resource for so many coaches of any kind in the industry. And she even has people outside of the industry that come to her for business advice. So through one of her programs, she was actually running a contest and she wanted to see which of her program attendees could have the highest percentage of growth, like from a revenue perspective from each of her income categories. And the income categories that she was covering were 25 K 50 K hundred K and then 200 K plus. So those were the levels. And the individual guests that she had on had absolutely outstanding growth. And she was talking about her experience during the competition, how much her business grew, and just in general, like what she coaches on. And her focus is helping parents have better relationships with their teenagers. And part of her message was talking about how the age of your business can be like directly correlated to the age of a child. So as an example, if your business is five months old, imagine that you're the parent of a five-month-old child. Like just put yourself there for one second. And it doesn't have to be a business. It can be something that you're starting that's brand new. No matter what the age, if you've been going at something for a while, just imagine that whatever it is that you're working on, depending on its age, imagine that that is you're the parent of a child of that age as well. So you can look at this from the adult to child perspective, and you can even look at it from like the child development perspective. And so my mind started racing and I did some research on these different phases during like younger life on the development front. And then I did some parental research as well. And I found some interesting correlations that I felt inclined to share. So I want to start on the younger spectrum and then we're going to go up in age. So here was the description. We're going to start at five months old. And here was the description of a five-month-old. So at this age, babies might show new emotions. Generally, they are fearful of strangers and they babble, move their hands and their bodies. So they're starting to get mobile. They're starting to become familiar with emotions. And the biggest one that's sticking out from all of that is uh, the emotion of fear. Also at this age, babies become more mobile and are more confident when it comes to crawling. 
So the light description here is that they're dabbling into larger human experiences and tiptoeing their way in. So this is what I took from it. In the beginning, from the business perspective, it's more likely that we're more fearful to talk about our business to others and experience new emotions that we might not have experienced before since we're just doing a lot of new things, especially in the beginning. So there were also attempts at like new ways of getting things done and getting getting around. Like I think that's noteworthy to mention, starting to crawl, the mobility is going up. So the also interesting part is that babies at this age begin simple activities like talking and listening singing was also mentioning and then reading because these are good for the babies like learning and development. So we've mentioned a lot in the past about consuming instead of creating because there's a large fear initially in the creation space. But if you're in the beginning stages of your business, it's probably more likely that you're doing a lot of research to how to see how things can operate. So we also know that creation is the move, the way to move from one stage to the next. And consumption really isn't going to get you there. So at this stage in the business, we're firm believers. The more consumption that we do, it'll lead to better creation. Like I'll read one more book and then I'll go post this podcast episode or I'll read one more article and then I'll go create a, you know, an Instagram graphic creative. So this is just a developmental aspect of getting used to putting content out into the world. So I found that to be very interesting that at five months old, it is an experimental space from a parent perspective of a five month old. This is an important time for the guardian to spend time with the baby. It's like you're getting to know the baby more. You're learning more about this growing individual and you spend a lot of time like caring for someone at this age. You're probably losing a little bit of sleep. Your attention to detail is highly on point and the the baby probably takes up a lot of your time. So if it's your first time being a parent, you most likely spend more time doing one singular thing because this is an environment that is absolutely foreign to you. With that being said, though, you use twice as much brain energy because what you're dealing with on a daily basis is brand new. So you're spending more time on a singular thing, but you're also using twice as much brain energy. So levels of exhaustion could be higher during this phase for that reason. It's like twice as much time, twice as much energy. So you want to be on the lookout for like burnout, especially in these early phases. Let's fast forward a bit and see what characteristic traits there are for someone who's like five. Someone that is, how is someone at five years old operating and how are you operating your business as well? So five-year-olds are described as, in quotes, wonderful company. And I really love the word company here because like it, it just ties into the correlation that we're doing during this like entire episode. So five-year-olds have strong language skills and they love to share their ideas and stories. So they are dipping into problem solving in a creative way. And they're eager to understand the how and the why on how things work. So their reading, writing, and math skills are growing. And so are their social and emotional skills. So at this point in your business, you're doing a lot of creation. You're able to understand why things are working. And then you're taking that why. And then you're sharing those inner workings with others to create efficiencies within your organization. So... Another aspect at this five-year mark is like communication surrounding what you offer 
it's probably been nailed down and you have a very level headed level headed approach to decision making so you're faster at problem solving given your experience and then also something to mention is the behavioral description at five years old has a mention that the math skills are growing and i like to link this numbers correlation to your business at this point five years I would imagine that your revenues increase, so you're dealing a good bit in accounting to keep track of those numbers. From a behavioral perspective, five-year-olds can run, jump, and they can move around at normal speed. So the attempt at crawling has worked in the past. Five-month-old practiced, and they got it down. Then walking started. And now at five years old, as far as mobility goes, like the sky's the limit. So at five years in your business, you most likely have a much better feel of how things operate. So you can move quicker when it comes to making decisions, trying new things, and then you're expediting that time from point A to point B. Obviously, if you're walking or running, you're going to get from point A to point B much quicker than if you were crawling. So getting from one task to the next at this stage might be a little bit riskier, but you have a heightened level of experience that helps in the decision-making process. So that's something to mention. As a parent of a five-year-old, it's mentioned that you encourage your child to be immersed in more activities that are physical. So you could potentially be issuing out more chores, you're probably arranging more play dates, and you're just like talking about feelings more. So this is honestly giving people management. In year five of your business, you're probably dabbling in your first hires if you're still going. So you're assigning tasks. You're scheduling meetings with employees and doing normal people management duties. So I like to think like when you're assigning tasks, you're issuing out chores. When you're scheduling meetings, you're arranging playdates. And then when you're doing the normal people management duties, you're talking about feelings. So those are the links between all of those. All in all, this has been an extremely fascinating realization for me. Because although it's like interesting to read more about the behavioral aspects of these ages, I really like to look at it from the business owner perspective. So I've personally never had a five-month-old. But based on the descriptions, it sounds like there's like a lot of TLC involved when it comes to raising someone who is five months old. Owning a five-month-old business, you're getting really familiar with how the business works. You're making the business mobile and efficient and you're giving like it the extra care and attention that it needs since it's dependent on your focus to lay really good groundwork for the months and years to come so you can make it to year five. As a five-year-old business owner, you still have a high level of involvement in the younger individual's life, but it's not really as hands-on as it used to be. So you have created more efficiencies in the business where it can operate in some regard, probably totally on its own with little to no supervision. And then when it comes to big decision-making or the larger scenarios, like you have to step in and be pretty hands-on, which is absolutely normal in any business, I would say at any stage. I like to take this just one step further. So I was out with friends last weekend and I saw what appeared to be moms who were all attending like a baby shower at a nice hotel And it just looked like they were having an awesome time. And this had been on my mind. And so I just asked myself, I was like, how does like a five-month-old parent behave in real life? Or like, how does a parent of a five-year-old behave in real life? So 
they go to brunches, how are they acting at restaurants, what are they doing on the weekends, and I talk about stepping into your future self a lot because there are a lot of answers in your future self, and this was interesting to me because I was like, I want to act like the parent of a five-year-old as much as I can so I can get my business to that point in an expedited fashion because right now I don't have a business that's five years old. So how am I communicating with a five-year-old? What am I saying? How am I behaving with my friends? Like as a parent of a five-year-old, how is it that I'm acting given the current age of my business? So although I'm at X months in my current business, I want to be acting like I am the parent of a five-year-old and apply that to my business today. And what I really came to realize is that every single child is different. And from household to household, parenting styles differ as well. So although it's fun to play around a little bit with this idea and make the connection between like business and baby, it's also fun just to use it as an open opportunity as I get to know my business more. So it got me back to thinking when I would be like in a grocery store and one kid would have a massive tantrum with one mom and then another kid would be totally chill with the other mom. And like, I would like to imagine that this is a result of parenting styles, but at that age, it can also be circumstantial as well. So being open to any opportunity means growing with the business. You're growing with the individual that you're parenting. Sometimes that involves a chill moment sometimes that involves a tantrum moment and it's just getting to know the individual and the business as time goes on so what i want to leave you with really is this like no matter where you are on your journey no matter how old your business is no matter how old your hobby is how is it that you want to take care of it depending on its age and as a hypothetical parent how are you thinking, feeling, acting, and behaving depending on the age of your business or your hobby? I share this with you because it fascinated me when I heard it on Stacy's podcast. And it totally made me take a step back and realize that like I have to continue to nurture and grow this business no matter what age. Like they always say that kids leave the house at 18. Like just imagine doing it for 18 years. And then what does it look like? So my parental instincts honestly kicked in a little bit as I was doing more research and as I started to go a little bit deeper and ask myself questions and it just made me love my business just a little bit more than usual. So go be amazing parents and remember to be kind to yourself, especially if this is your first parental experience. You're learning, you're growing with the individual, you're growing with your business. So just give yourself a little bit of grace. I look forward to talking with you all next week and I hope you have a great weekend. What ways are you tapping into the best version of yourself on a daily basis? Maybe you've been following me since the beginning, or maybe this is your first ever Better You Love Drew podcast episode. Regardless, if you like what you hear on the podcast and want to take this information and apply it to your life today, that's what I'm here for. Working with a life coach helps make your already amazing life even more amazing possible to set up really big goals and achieve them and it's possible to change the way you are currently operating to show up daily for a life that you're absolutely obsessed with 
and it's also a lot easier than you might think. Instead of thinking success like that happens to other people, let me show you how you can do it for yourself. Book a consultation with me via Instagram at Drew Ross Coaching. You can also do it via my website, DrewRossCoaching.com, or by sending me an email, DrewRossCoaching at gmail.com. The time is now and you are ready, I promise you. See you in the consultation.